Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. legs are real. These cheekbones are real. This whittled waist is real. I will never judge a girl for enhancements, but they need to convince a skeptical audience searching for faultities. And you are convincing no one. If you walk out that door, you might as well be walking as an evangelista because I only raise winners! I knew it! I knew it! Oh my god. Woo, took me a minute to it get did. all the way there. It took you a few tries, but you got there. Mm-hmm. And I love this show so much. I'm so glad you decided to open up with a quote, even though I don't think I've seen this episode that you are quoting. So and I need to go home This is the most recent watch. episode. Yes, yeah, so I'm behind a little bit. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I am Electra Abundance. Oh, well, you know what? I'll just be uh, Blanca Evangelista again because I was her last week and I'm still, I have a feeling I'm going to stand for her for the entirety of this series. What a show. It's so good. I'm not even actually prepared to start discussing Pose because I don't feel like being emotional. Okay. It's I have one of those. Cried at every episode. And not even just like the sadder parts or upsetting parts. Like I started shedding tears two minutes and fifteen seconds into the pilot. Wow. Just to like to see our community mm-hmm. in like all of its authenticity. Not like cisgender women playing transgender women. Not right. like straight boys playing gay boys. Like mm-hmm. to see these people with so much talent like, placed on this platform has just been so overwhelming for me. And besides that, the show's fucking good. It is. It's really good. So. It's excellent. I'm obsessed. And shout the fuck out to Billy Porter. I feel like whoever... Oh, my God. Love love him so much. When they were writing this, (laughs) these scripts... I don't know whose decision it was to, in terms of casting or how that happened, but I just right. know somebody was like, Billy Porter Billy. is pay- playing Pray Tale. Got to. Don't say anything else to me. <laughs> if you can't get Billy Porter to play this role, I'm not making a show. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, who else that's would just have? the end of that. I was a little worried when I saw Ryan Murphy. I was like, ooh, girl, I don't I know. But Most then I of saw us Janet Mock, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, it's going to be fine. When I first heard about it, I don't remember who posted it. Maybe I saw it on Variety or Shadow and Act. I don't know. Um, when I saw Ryan Murphy's name, I was like, okay, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> and then somebody told me, no, like the writer and creator is Afro-Latino. I think he's yeah. from New York. Or I think the there's a bunch of women of color, trans yeah. women of color, queer men of color, like just all of us involved. Like it kind of feels like white people, you know, co-signed it and maybe Hmm. put their money up for it. Ryan Murphy absolutely used his white privilege and his white gay privilege. Yeah. And then let Hmm. 
the girls and let take the girls over. do what needed it's to be done. Wise so, choice. So good. At first, I did not even realize all the girls were trans. It took me a while. I was like, okay, so some of us are trans and some of us aren't. And then I was like, okay, wait, wait no. Like, yeah, like the girls. I'm wrong. <laughs> But I just love it. It gets you right. To, it gets. I'm, I'm gonna say this real quickly, and then we move on. But it gets everybody together. Mm-hmm. Like there's one scene, not even one scene, but one episode. I don't remember if it's two or three. But they went in on the fact that like cis gays, gays and white gays specifically have been doing it. Yes, have been shitting on the community, and they say over and over again, like we are the bottom of the barrel. Like we are the last ones anybody gives and a fuck about. People use us to feel superior. Yes, because everybody wants to feel superior. Yes, exactly that. And I was like, God damn, y'all gotta come for the rest of us. I, I don't love care it. Who you are, who you sleep with who you identify as, you should be watching Pose. You should. Everybody. Everybody should be watching this show. It's such a good show. It's so meaningful. Yes. Shout out to everybody involved. Well, girls, this week on Black Excellence, um, thank you to everyone who sent me over videos and information about this 10-year-old girl who goes by the name of DJ Switch. Oh, yes, I did see this. So I stand for her. <laughs> of course um, you do. <laughs> she's, she's Her name is Erica. She's from Ghana. Um, and she said that she started DJing, oh, I think when I was nine years old. <laughs> like, like, you know, in my youth. I just, you know, I sat in front of some turntables and then I was just great at it. <laughs> um. So, yes, she... One, uh, or she was the youngest ever winner for Ghana's... Uh, yeah, I think that was it. DJ, like annual DJ awards. Yeah, it's not, I almost said Ghana's Got Talent, but that's not <laughs> it. <laughs> My bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so she said that her name is DJ Switch because she switches on people's happiness, which like, why don't you just like buy her hot air balloon? Ten-year-olds what are a, just What a just a so, magical... Just such pure people. What a just... <laughs> She also dances. She plays the drums, piano, and trumpet. She has her own songs, one of which is recorded with her own mama. They've got a video for it. She's sickening. Yes. She's hip. I heard some of her um, set before, and she's got the hits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she's don't do it. Like, she knows what the girls it. are listening to. Right. She knows what to introduce the girls to. Um, and I love that she said that DJing is a passion of hers, but, like, as a career, she wants to be a gynecologist because she wants to help women. What a what How a can God you not sent love gift. this little girl. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's like, I mean, you know, this DJ and shit is cute or fun or whatever. It's love nice. getting the party started, but long term, just really want to help everybody keep their vulvas and birth canals and everything like that in tip top shape. Just really <laughs> focused condition. on yes, yep. focused on uterus, uteri. Don't, Uteruses. I have one. Uteruses. I should know. I should know. Uteruses. I, make sure. Why not? I don't know. It's parentheses. So yeah. Sure. Okay. Anyway, shout out to that. Shout out to DJ Switch. Keep on shining. This week on Hot Tops, bottoms in the chocolate factory. Gross. <laughs> And I know you did it on purpose. Maybe it was, I was talking about yeah, chocolate sure bottoms. You were. Sure. Dark skin, sure. brown bottoms you like myself. Were. Okay. I'm sure you are, friend. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, so the BET Awards happened. Um, you looked at that? No, I, I was didn't about say to that. say what? I said that happened. <laughs> Absolutely not. I was about to be stunned. I watched um the Anita Baker tribute, mm-hmm. which I will uh flesh out that conversation some more in a taste. Uh, and I watched the Meek Mill performance. Um, oh, and I also saw okay. uh Nicki Minaj. I'm trying to do think the spread of, eagle. Yeah. On the main stage. Like me and and Kia and Jade and Fran were watching it, but I was not, I don't know. Maybe I was just drunk. I don't really recall a whole lot of it specifically. I remember Nikki go, going up there and doing whatever the hell that was. Yeah, that happened. I remember thinking that was uh the brat on Meek Mill's hoodie. Had to ask the internet about that. Fair. Find out who that was. That's fair. Remember thinking there were a couple of people who maybe should have been a part of that Anita Baker tribute? Like, was Look, Fantasia booked? I don't, I maybe, don't understand. You know, I don't know. Where was Young? Well, not, uh, where was Tony Braxton? You know, other other questions, you know, along that line. But I enjoyed the tribute. As far, right, I did too. And honestly, award shows are kind of trash. And as far as they go, BT doesn't do an, an awful job. So yeah, yeah. I wasn't watching it like, God damn, when is this over? So BT Awards, I did not watch them, not because I just, you know, it's like fuck BT. I happened to be out drunk and high. I oh, left 305 yeah. Live and went from another party into another party. 
And by the time I got home, it was over. But I wasn't like pressed to watch it anyway. Much like all the other award shows, I wait for the highlights to hit YouTube and <laughs> Instagram and everything else. Just watch it there. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I saw, um, the Meek Mill performance was, um, you know, very off-Broadway. I could see him, you know, hiring some black Broadway girls to do a, a Philly. <laughs> I'm just waiting for this sentence to end. Philly on a hot tin roof. <laughs> Cheese steaks on a hot tin roof. <sighs> um, Bucket hats I on a hot tin roof. cannot see that. <laughs> I did not get that. I did not get that vibe at all. But I could tell Meek Mill was just excited to be out of jail and back on stage and just really feeling himself. And so I said, I'm going to let that nigga have it. Yeah. Who wouldn't rejoice under similar circumstances? And attempting to bring a a message, a message in his, you know, Phoenix-like ashes that he just stepped out of. What was the song? I don't think I... I, don't think I feel like it's supposed to be called Stay Woke. Okay. so Featuring yeah. Miguel. So he is... It's like an activism sort of thing? Is that where we're going with this now? You know, he's out. Lots and lots of rappers uh, were showing support. Negroes mm-hmm. were showing support. You know, things of that nature. So I feel like he's at a moment now where he's trying to focus on rapping about some real... Prison Black reform. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for that. I'm not going to, like, you know, hang Meek Mill onto my shoulders and walk around with him as the voice. No, I wish him, you know, nothing with the best. I'm glad that he's out. I hope he doesn't ever have to go back in and everybody stays safe. And I hope that he, you know, is able to make positive change with whatever direction it is that he's going uh, with his I mean, new political stance and stuff I agree. like that. Um. Yeah, that happens. Also, Miguel was randomly on my flight coming back from L.A. the other day. Was he really? I forgot to mention that. Did y'all speak? Absolutely not. I left that man the fuck alone. But I was just like, oh, Miguel, in person. (laughs) I felt like going to ask him to unblock me on Twitter, but then I felt like, you know, I barely tweet, so. Why does he have you blocked on Twitter? We don't have to talk about that. Is it from the time he hit that girl in the head? No. (laughs) I was blocked plenty before that. Wow. What did you do? So this... (laughs) This is a place of love. I was very ignorant. I was very ignorant. I mean, we've all grown, friend. It's fine. Um, I may have referred to Miguel as my fairy god sister, but I meant it like as a nice thing. That's not so bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't even really see what's so. What's so bad no, it's really not bad. Taj Mori, who blocked me for calling him T.J. Anderson. Now that was petty. That was pet you know i feel like a lot of people would be muted these days if mute existed back then. that's true that's true but back in the day the only way you get somebody to shut the fuck up in your mentions was to block, just to them. block them so <laughs> i bet that's it he was probably just like if i hear one more goddamn tj henderson and I then here you go it don't even matter it wasn't though. like a diss it's literally one of my favorites don't even care um who won things beyonce won Best female R&B pop artist slash duh. Um, your friend won best male R&B. He did. Um, Migo. Oh, I love Daniel Caesar. Best group award, the Migos. Sure. That's shocking. Best collaboration, Wild Thoughts. Let's see. Kendrick won male. Cardi won female for the hip hop girls. 
God's Plan won Video of the Year. Benny <gasps> Boom still re- directing videos? Oh, niggas. Really? God's Plan? Like, I like God's Plan, but <laughs> Video of the Year. Oh, no. Benny Boom did not win. Ava DuVernay did. Video Director of the Year. What did she direct? Ava DuVernay directed a video? I don't know if she directed a music video. No way. Oh, they just mean director. I mean, all of these other people I know do video music videos. Benny Boom, Director X, Chris Brown, and Dave Myers. Well, then I'm confused. Ava DuVernay won because she should just win. Like, whatever. Okay, yeah. Let's just give her best overall director in all things. I agree. Yeah. Uh, technically, she directs videos. I mean, technically, movies are videos. They are. They're just very long ones. Really long. But videos nonetheless. Um, Season one, Best New Artist. Yes, she did. The girls, Tiffany Haddish, Chadwick Boseman won for acting. Yara Shady won Young Stars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Black Panther won Best Movie. Of Duh. course. Like, what else was um, even nominated? Of course. <laughs> Serena Williams and LeBron took home. Sport LeBron James won a Sportsman of the Year award. No, I don't know much about this sport, right? Or any of the others. No, I know. The Boston Vipers told us all about that. It's a sport, and I will be getting it, a jersey. Definitely. Okay, so it's apparently the Vipers really are a team, but not the team you said they were. It doesn't matter if they exist. Uh, okay. All right. Sure. I mean, we were definitely talking about the NBA, but okay. Um. So why um, LeBron? Oh, you know what? He's still in. I said LeBron James, and I was thinking about Kobe Bryant. What album of the year? Damn. Do you know how long ago Kobe retired? Now you understand why I was confused. (laughs) How did you even? Okay, no, it's fine. I know they're just a completely different person. Damn is out. All right, I can see that. Well, this isn't. Yeah. Uh, highlights for me were Janelle Monae, who I knew was going to dike it up, and oh, she absolutely did. Did you see her red carpet dress? Yeah, I loved it. I was just like... Did you see Erica Badu call her gay <laughs> on Instagram? <laughs> no, I can't follow Erica Badu because she just toes that problematic line too often mm. for me. Like, love the music, like... but can't yeah. follow on social. I understand yeah, that. Yeah, it's like that. Well, you should watch that video that she left with Janelle Monae. <laughs> You're right, Erica I Badu should, because I bet it's hilarious. It's she is funny. Re- she's when she hosted funny. the Soul Train Awards, I loved it. I just like naturally a key. And then she's like, "These fast ass girls need to put some clothes on. That's why these teachers is sleeping with them." <laughs> right? And I'm just like, "Oh no!" What <laughs> Remember you doing? that? Vividly. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, "Erica, wait." <laughs> what? Um, what else is going on? So um, they had the Humanitarian Heroes, which I really liked. They honored Brittany Packnett and yes. James Shaw Jr. and your girl Naomi Wadler, who yes. you stand for, and yes. you like almost burst into tears when you saw her. At Definitely Teen jumped Vogue. out of an interview. <laughs> you stopped were like, in the middle me? of an interview. So sorry, I just have to stand right you quick. You could just. Give me a moment yeah, to stand. They honored a lot of uh, people who like really did some real work yeah. over the past year. So that was I very nice. That. Yeah. Um, Ryan Coogler, of course, oh, you yeah. know, did his acceptance speech for Black Panther. Oh, wait. So I didn't give my opinion on the... Um, Ryan Coogler. On the and, uh, Anita Baker thing. Oh, right. So the Anita Baker tribute. Loved it. Could have had Fantasia replace Jamie. Really didn't need Jamie doing as much as he did. Period. Jamie was a low moment for the show, actually. Like, <laughs> not the greatest host. No shade. But he just... It's hard to do that. It's hard to be entertaining like that for I hours. I he was making fun of Monique, and I was like, interestingly enough, this award show has been kind of whack. 
since she stopped hosting. So say, like, don't do that because Monique was a great host at the BT. <laughs> she got up there with them big girls and did the Beyonce. <laughs> Had everybody gagging. So don't do that, sir. Um, but yeah, the, the Anita Baker tribute was overall, you know, very lovely. And most importantly, she couldn't take it. Yeah, she, she was, was like, like, I'm overwhelmed. Getting her whole I'm entire so life. Yes. And I mean, Marsha sounded great. Lettucey yeah. sounded great. But True. then when you have Yolanda Adams come out and Yolanda Adams. I've really, soon as I saw Lettucey, Kia was like, Kia got up. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, again, you know? I just, you know, what I felt from that was, like, you know, Anita Baker is an artist, like many of the Black people who have been honored at the BET Awards. True. Who should really be honored at most of these other musical award shows as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, they gonna wait, you know, for these people to be dead, basically, and then just put them on the memoriam or whatever. Right. Yep. Versus us who actually, you know, in time, eventually, we give our people their flowers. Right. And it's nice to, to do it while they're living. I've also thought, you know, in case the Grammys does decide to give more of us our things in terms of these tributes and things, just call Yolanda Adams because she does tributes for everybody. BT calls Yolanda Adams to do tribute for everyone. It doesn't matter who mm-hmm. it is. Like nobody's going to nobody's going to be disappointed that Yolanda Adams is covering their song. I want to see the Yolanda Adams tribute. Who would even perform? Who is, mm. Probably just five Yolanda Adams holograms. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know any of the young names in gospel, but there has to be somebody out there with a voice. Has to. I want to hear Amber. Oh well. You know what? Just slap me in the fucking face for not thinking about Amber. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Amber Riley could easily do it. Well, that was just my fault. Uh, thoughts from the award show that happened. Yeah, I feel like it day. happened a million years ago. I know. God, everything is just trash. But yeah. <sighs> do you want to talk about how Nelly cut off his dad financially and why it's because of Ashanti? I don't know anything about this story, so we can. So Nelly and Ashanti were once a couple. They are not a couple anymore. This was a smooth, like, five, maybe longer years Years ago ago? that they broke up, like, officially. Okay. I saw a video earlier this year of somebody saying, fuck Nelly, at a concert, an Ashanti concert, and she was like, word, yes. So, needless to say, things didn't end nicely. Um, so Ashanti uh, posted a, f- a video on Instagram or one of the apps with Nelly's dad in the video. And it's just, you know, hanging out with him. I don't know if his name is Mr. Haynes. I can't remember what they said his name was. But, you know, just chilling with a dad. Hey, what's up? Okay. Are oh, you looking sharp? All dressed up, you know? And he's just there like, yes, thank you. Thanks a lot. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, babe. <laughs> Like, that's it. Okay. And this uh, apparently upset Nelly. So he posted the following on Twitter. He tweeted this and then screen captured the tweet and posted it on Instagram. So that lets you know he means fucking business. Really fucking means it, you guys. Edge. Not joking about this. Done. He said, the word father is strong word. Something I never knew anything about as a child because mine never did what he had to do, only what he wanted. Hope it was worth it, Pops. I'm done with you. No more money for me. Let them pay your bills. I'm guessing them is Ashanti. Mm, okay. 
Just because it's your... This is the Instagram caption. Of course. Just because it's your DNA, don't make you a father. Mine never saw me play sports, never taught me anything, never saw me graduate, and I still took care of him for almost 20 years. He never took care of me for half that. Until the day he still does whatever he wants. Even I didn't proofread this, obviously. No, he didn't either. Even though I pay his bills. Well used to. That's over as of tonight. So, um, I guess my my big question is, why would you do that? Why would you pay the bills for for a deadbeat father? Why would you ever go back and give that nigga money, especially for so long? Maybe they were trying to, you know, establish something. I mean, I don't know. To me, I just looked at this and I thought it was, like, super petty. I could see um, Nelly being upset. I could even see Nelly being upset enough to stop supporting his dad financially mm-hmm. especially if he doesn't have a great relationship or didn't have a great relationship with his dad right what you know where it goes left for me mm-hmm. is uh the sharing with us <laughs> you know first of all i think he's engaged to like is it floyd mayweather's ex what okay you know what i was about to say isn't nelly married but i'm thinking of ludicrous so never mind. He's in a relationship at the very least with uh, Floyd Mayweather's ex, one of his exes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, he and Ashanti have not been together for many of the years. So a, you're showing that this means something to you, and I a don't lot. understand why. You know, <laughs> right? I don't get why that interaction you know upset you so deeply either. But it just doesn't seem to be that big a deal on the surface. I mean, Maybe and not. also to me, it seemed like I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if Nelly's daddy don't even really know Ashanti now <laughs> or doesn't remember. <laughs> not like shade to her or like saying that she's irrelevant or anything. <laughs> Just like he seemed like when, it, you know, like when you go to like a family reunion or get together and you got them uncles and, and grandmas yes. and stuff that like they know that you can, but they don't really remember don't what really... name your mama gave you. So it's like, oh, hey, they know baby. your mama name. Right. They know that's your mama's such name. Such a baby. Right. That's One it. Of her kids. Like that's that's what this interaction <laughs> gave to me. Oh, for that. That well, makes me sad. I mean, so I'm all for like people rebuilding relationships with their absentee fathers, but like I think it's really important that you know that like your father has to be the one to make the amends here. He has to be the one to acknowledge the shitty things that he did and apologize for them and make changes and prove to you through his words and his actions that he's not a shithead anymore. And it sounds like Nelly's father perhaps never did that. And so he's been paying this man's bills out of some sense of obligation while still harboring this resentment for him all this time. And so like any... When you're in that situation, any little slight against you or any little thing that he does to piss you off, you're going to take it that much more personally because it's like you did this and then you wasn't never there my whole fucking life. Like, it's not just about, you know, this little incident with Ashanti. Right. It's not about that. He did not mention much of anything of what he didn't really say anything about what his dad did in this situation to make him upset. Right. He didn't acknowledge the video. No, he didn't acknowledge Ashanti at all. Because it's not really about that. It's not about that. It's not about it's that. It's about how dare you. It's about after the all pain of, of you being a shit father and me trying and you still doing things that I find to be shitty. So I hope Nelly, you know, works that out with a therapist because it's important to, to deal with those feelings. Yeah, I hope that's something that they talk through or whatever because it don't be, I mean, if you're even attempting to build a relationship with your father again or or maybe just forgive him for how he's hurt you. Mm-hmm. 
a video on social media with Ashanti shouldn't be the thing that comes in. It just shouldn't. Go sit down and talk to somebody together <laughs> right. and get through that and, and figure out how to love on each other. Because right. this should not if, be the thing. Yeah, if he's worth putting that effort forth. Right. Do that. Right. right. But, exactly. But Ashanti, ain't nobody thought about Nelly and Ashanti in I, a billion days. Even aside from each other. <laughs> even <laughs> when she said she and Ja Rule was going to do they own a... On the run? Yeah. <laughs> On the mend. On the skip. <laughs> on the job. On the prance. <laughs> on the catwalk. Um, Tiffany Haddish has more stories. She recently appeared on Jada Pinkett Smith's Facebook show, Red Table Talk, where she discussed uh, a time where she was supposed to go on a dinner date with uh, Aubrey Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, they texted about it. He asked to take her out to dinner. And apparently, uh, she cleared her schedule. She said she went and got her mustache waxed and, and armpits and all of those things, Man. which, like, like waxing a mustache. My God, that has to be. Yeah, I can't believe she didn't just nair it off. Oh, you can nair your mustache? Hell yeah, you can. Wow. <laughs> Hell yeah, you can. <laughs> um, She said, you know, she wanted to see what that D was doing or whatever, but Can't say she's I blame a joker. Her. Can yeah. not say I blame her. I mean, I don't blame her right. either. I would also not be opposed to finding out. It's just like, Tiffany, how you know that Adonis didn't want like some brown stew chicken and <laughs> rice and peas and dumplings? Because Adonis don't live in Canada. That's how she know. And then, of course, he just was like, oh, yeah, my bad. I forgot about our little date or whatever. Oh, yeah. I had a family emergency. Had to. In Canada right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And she cleared her schedule. I think she said she missed out on $100,000 for that. Adonis found out that Diner's Corner was gone. <laughs> and he had a And he was like, fit. what? The Bumba Pussy Club. <laughs> yes, this infant who is magically Jamaican. And eats solid food. <laughs> Found out that Dinah's Gordon was gone and was like, I will not rest, daddy. I sh- I shall not. Make it whole again. Fix it. Ooh, I would have been more mad over getting my mustache waxed and shaving my legs. And Hello? Everything. Same? Like, man, that's like being a bottom and starving. I was just going to make that comparison. Eating something at 11 a.m. and being like, all right, that's it. That's Nothing it. but ice cubes for, for the, the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm planned. Maybe sugar-free gum. Damn. That's sad. And that's it. Something to take them hunger Rinsed pains away. Rinsed your whole ass out and yeah, did all of did, that stuff. Yep. And now all of a sudden you got a family emergency. Nigga, fuck your family. Oh, I don't, I didn't ask anything about your family. Like I seriously sat here and rinsed my booty hole out with juices and berries just for your dining pleasure. I almost passed out in the shower. I could be dead. I was, I've been weak all day. <laughs> like, I'm so dizzy. Here you go talking about your damn family. How dare you? You're Drake. You can get on a plane at any time. So I don't want to hear it. Can I play this clip from Jada Don't Sue Me? Because this part was like, I actually really appreciated this. Okay. Anytime I would go on a date, I would ask a guy if I could see his penis. Right. And then I would pull out my disposable camera and I would ask him, can I take a picture of your penis? I'm like, I don't want your face or anything. I just want to remember your penis. <laughs> and they'd be holding it in the hand. And then from the hands, you could see like uh, dirty nails, dirty dick. Ugh. And you could see like it, the tip of their penis usually matched fingernails it was a nice little coffee table conversation situation no i, I... so <laughs> that was about what is wrong with tiffany, tiffany? haddish's alleged 
dick pic book nice that she has um of you know penises from dates that she's had mm-hmm. and i guess she uses them for examination but i played that specifically because she gave us a word in there and that word was mm-hmm. dirty nails dirty dick yes i just it's so when simple. I think about that, I'm just like, oh my God, sis, you struck gold with this. Right. Oil. Everything. Right. Like, this is amazing. It's because a real it's so word. right. Yes, it's something to internalize because everybody's nails get dirty. Right. However, nobody should show up on a date with dirty fingernails. How do you not look over? How do you not ever look at your hands during the getting ready process and say to yourself, self, I need to go out and scrape this out and dispose of it? This is disgusting. Like, how do you not... I guess niggas are just lazy, but more than that... The gag is, a lot of time that dirt under the nails is from their dirty dick. They get to scratching. And and now I am really disgusted. How dirty does your dick have to be for it to leave sediment under your fingernails? A couple days of not washing. Gross. Playing Fortnite. I uh, (laughs) totally lost my train of thought thanks to you and that fucking I'm I'm surprised that that many men were like, yeah, sure, you could take a picture of my dick with a disposable camera. (laughs) What? I I think I would have had to tell her no. Like, Like, you actually can. I'm trying, I'm I'm picturing a nigga like (laughs) telling every woman he goes on a date with, I just want a pussy pic. Just play with it real quick. You know, know, damn. (laughs) With a disposable camera at that. This must have been before. Oh, this is when this is Tiffany. Yeah, she doesn't mean she did this like three out. months ago. <laughs> I don't, maybe <laughs> shit. I mean, they're probably, they'll definitely let her do it now. I want to see that Facebook album. Hello. She probably has them all uploaded on her secret Instagram or something. You know, all the celebrities have one. She's so funny and regular. I really do love her. Um. Okay. So, word on the street is that Cardi B and Offset are married already and have been for months. So, someone somewhere obtained an alleged marriage certificate that was filed in the county of Fulton, Georgia, mm-hmm. on September 20th, 2017. Here TMZ has it. Marriage certificate, state of Georgia. This is to certify Kiari Kendrell Cephas? His last name is Cephas? That is the blackest Blackity ass. Kiari in the water ass. <laughs> Yo, your whole lineage is black as fuck. It ain't never been Blickety nobody who ain't black in your family. Black. Not ever. <laughs> your ancestors were the ones that nobody, the other slaves weren't fucking with your people. No, nope, not they ever. had hands. <laughs> and they were the most tired of being I on the fucking crops. Not. All right, Kiari Cephas. So, Cephas, I'm not calling Offset that anymore. I'm calling him Cephas. Yeah. I don't know where you have to. <laughs> now that we know his name. <laughs> as well as Belcalis Marlinas Alamanzar, which sounds like somebody who works for the Ministry of Magic. I mean, it does, but it's just so Bronx at the exact <laughs> time. Right. Just, you know, these, I, I believe in hood love. I don't know if that's what these two have, but that. <laughs> I'm not even really particularly surprised at that. I just wonder why they kept up the act all this time. Like, Right. Because if you got married in September, then when he proposed on stage, you were already, you were already married. So then why do that? And why talk about like, like I know she did some interview or something talking about, you know, I'm, 
I'm, I'm gonna be married. Like, I'm not just a baby mom or something. Like, like, why would you even talk like that if you were already? I mean, when he got down on his knee at the concert and pulled that ring out, she was hopping around on stage like mm-hmm. Fantasia at Celebration of right. Gospel. Like, what? but means... you were married already. Like, and this means he was cheating on his wife and not his fiance, which is <laughs> even worse. <laughs> Like, y'all just got married, and he's already cheating. Of course, Cardi has provided us with an iOS press release. Here it is. T-Mobile Wi-Fi work. Um, There are so many moments that I share with the world, and there are moments that I want to keep for myself. Getting married was one of those moments. (laughs) Is that your Cardi voice? Our relationship was so new, breaking up and making up. And we, I can't keep it up. I'm yeah, sorry. thank you. And we saw no, we had, oh, okay, we had a lot of growing up to do, but we were so in love, we did not want to lose each other. Let me read that again. Oh. Our relationship was so new, breaking up and making up, and we had a lot of growing up to do. So you figured, let's fix it by getting, getting married. married. Marriage will do the trick. It kind of, I feel like it won't. <laughs> I just don't think. <laughs> Think you would shouldn't you work on that the... before you tie a knot with right. each other? Like, I mean, and if it if the relationship is so new, how deep in love can you really be? <laughs> oh, you know what? Let me Google. How old is Cardi? She has to be young, mid twenties, I believe. Oh, not as young as I thought. Um, where was I? That's yeah, okay. that's pretty young. Um, we didn't want to lose each other. Was one morning in September, we woke up and decided to get married. We found someone to marry us, and she did. Just the two of us and my cousin, which tells me, like, they found someone on, like, Postmates or Craigslist or... Probably. Maybe there's an app. There's probably an app. There probably is an app where you can just have somebody who's notarized. That's all you really need, I think. Quick wed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Never mind. Don't give niggas no ideas. (laughs) Don't do it. No. Um, I said I do with no dress, no makeup, and no ring. I appreciate and love my husband. <laughs> I appreciate and love my husband so much for still wanting for me have that special moment that every girl dreams of when he got down on his knee and put a ring on my finger and he did that for me. So maybe the reason she was so excited at that concert is because that's when she finally got the damn ring. What? Because she didn't have a ring when they got married. But but he got on down on the knee and presented her with a ring at the But that, that didn't have to happen on stage. He could have gave you a ring at any point in time. Like that nigga's very wealthy. He could have went out that same day and got yeah. you a ring. That is just <laughs> like, there's no argument. You're not gonna talk to me about this like y'all are regular ass niggas renting your furniture every week out of rent a center, going down there giving them people they forty six dollars for your entertainment center. Like, like y'all are y'all are not like that. I you don't want to literally could have put on your Crocs and went downstairs and got one. Like very or sent one of them millions of niggas that be around y'all to go get one. It just okay. Maybe it took her a while to pick out the. I don't know. Well, now since you little nosy fucks know. <laughs> <laughs> At least y'all can stop saying I had a baby out of wedlock. This is then she tweeted, "This is why I named my album Invasion of Privacy because people will do the most to be nosy about your life." Well, fuck it. Okay, all that is true. People will do the most to be nosy about your life, but you also share a lot about everything that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. So the I big feel gas like, public proposal that we didn't have to be a part of. I Not. just saw pictures of them headed to the baby shower. Yep, I did see baby shower, shower pictures. The, is this Rolling Stone they're on the cover of? Yep, 
that What's also just happened. Like you're a topic of discussion and you're you continuing to make right. yourself a topic. Like you are front and stage with it. Mm-hmm. So of course people are going to have opinions and shit like that. Some of them are going to be good. Some of them are going to be bad. So mm-hmm. like the whole, you know, I, we hid our, our, our marriage from y'all because y'all are crazy and nosy and we wanted to have this to ourselves and stuff. Like I'm personally not buying it. I think that y'all are a little insecure about how, um, people perceive your relationship because of how quickly you move, because of how quickly y'all decided to have a baby and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, if you got married in secret, you didn't even have to explain nothing to me. Like, cause that's what I would do. You know right. what I'm saying? Because that's, that's none of anybody else's what business. I'm going to. There ain't going to be no hashtag at my wedding. If I even have one. Like, I wouldn't even need an iOS press release because my only response would be, wanted to. <laughs> I do and what Right. And what I do is absolutely my business. So I just wouldn't, yeah, I'm not even impressed about responding to people. But I do like when, I appreciate Cardi kind of uh, stepping into her celebrity a bit here and realizing that, like, maybe before you used to be on social media sharing every aspect of your life, and being a hood rat and being really open about it, but it's just not like that anymore. Um, hmm. And I wish her a happy uh, rest of this pregnancy and a safe delivery for Same. her baby. Nobody can say you had that baby out of wedlock because you haven't had it yet. Don't know why she put that in there. <laughs> Did people really... First of all, who is even really still doing that? Are we really still judging women for having babies without being married? Cause, oh, yeah. People are judging people for terrible things every day. Every bit of 2018. Nice. Who the fuck cares about shit like that anymore? 16-year-olds, barbs. Child, um, do a little bit of living. Ain't nobody trying to... It's niggas that don't like women. Y'all have kids out of wedlock. Or your mama had you out of wedlock. Your auntie had your cousin. Your grandma had your mom. Somebody... I don't even want it. That is just the dumbest thing to still be talking to somebody crazy for. Out of wedlock. <laughs> what about me says church? It's like, <laughs> out of wedlock is the, like, the shacking up. Like, those people <laughs> are in the same, same Bible study. There's nothing wrong with shacking up. Why get legally, you know, never mind. Because this I mean, is about to same. devolve into. Yeah. Why be marry these niggas? For what? For what purpose? Well, um, Dame Dash had a quick conversation with Lee Daniels the other day uh, during a Diana Ross concert. This was And all I heard was... So good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, your your Wild West Um, theme music. So... I didn't realize this, or maybe I had just forgotten, but Dame Dash had uh, sued Lou, Dan- Lou Daniels, Lee Daniels, some years ago uh, for like $25 million, saying that he invested all of this money in Lee Daniels' career and got nothing in return for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was 2014, maybe. So I don't know if that was like Empire getting super lit or if that was... No, it was... I'm trying to think of what it was that he... He was initially mad about Precious. But he didn't. That's not what he invested in. It was that other movie. Oh, no. Well, you're talking about the Richard Pryor movie? No. It was that one with the white man. The. Yes. What is it called? I didn't see it. No, not the butler. That's. Was it? No. Was it Shadow Boxer? No. Hmm. I don't remember. Well. Either, Either way, way. right? Gave this nigga two Either million way. dollars. The Woodsman. That's what it was. 
Never that movie with Kevin Bacon and Kara Sedgwick. Yeah, I didn't see it either because it was a little. It, the trailer looked creepy. Um. So he says that he gave Lee Daniels two million dollars that he was supposed to get uh, credit for. I think like production credit for a lot of Lee Daniels stuff. I think including Precious. Mm-hmm. Um. He basically never got his money back, never got anything for anything, and has been searching for his money and trying to run down this nigga for his money ever since, I suppose. Um, I don't know if you went down to, like, B&H photo and grabbed a camera real quick <laughs> and then ran up on, because it's, like, very, like, someone here is recording this with the intention of Dame Dash getting it and 100%. posting it. 100%. Um and great video quality. I don't know <laughs> if this is just an iPhone, because iPhones can surprise you these days. Um, but, like, depth of field, everything is just, it's there. Right. Um, and in the video, you can see him pressing Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels is sort of standing there, like, when when you're younger and your mama is about to whoop your ass and you can't really do nothing but stand there and mm-hmm. brace yourself for it. Like, didn't I tell you if you came back in here with some D's that I was going to tear? Yo, what did I say? What What did I say? You knew all day you was going to get that whooping. And you just be looking at like a spot on the ground and you don't make eye contact. <laughs> and it's like, you said that you was going to beat the black off. <laughs> I said I was going to beat the black off of your ass if you did. So that means I should do Get what? switch. Now that you done came in my house with all these Ds. What do that mean I should do? So you think that I'm stupid and you just have to like wait oh, for this the This is bringing back too to many memories. Like that's how he's just kind of looking like. You must think I'm somebody to play with. No, I'm not one of your little friends. Uh, I will give you my number and we'll talk. <laughs> Why don't he like, already have your number? See, this is what I understand. You owe this nigga millions, millions. You out here like flexing and prospering and best friends with Oprah and got all these TV shows and shit and my millions. It's just, where are my millions at? Here's what this caption says from Dame Dash. I straight up loaned this dude, Lee, Lee Daniels, two million to pay for his dream of being a director. It was money I used to fund my movies and stay indie. Mm. I don't know why he spelled indie like that. But he promised I get my money back in months. Then he makes precious and goes missing so he doesn't have to pay me. Then the butler. Empire. Same shit. Why does this dude feel like he doesn't have to pay me? Why do I have to look crazy to get my money back or go to court? That's so real. Ask him why he doesn't (laughs) feel like he has to pay me even though he has it. What type of shit is this? Pay what you owe. I'm going to put this whole thing on my IGTV in a few. Shout out to him for understanding IGTV because I don't get it. Right? I clicked on it once and clicked right back out. Immediately out. Oh, no, girl. What is this? Clearly not YouTube on Instagram? No, No, thank thank you. you. I'm all right. Thanks Mm -mm, so much. No. True definition of a culture vulture. What? No, I don't think that's it. But he's a nigga. No, like he's do, he's doing his culture. That's not. I don't think culture vulture. He's a money vulture. He took yours, <laughs> and you want it back. And all of that is understandable. Like I was with him until that yeah. sentence. Eats off the culture, but robs the culture at the same time. Again, wrong. <laughs> see you back in. See you back in courtly. You're gonna pay me what you owe me. <laughs> Please, everyone, ask him. Way he doesn't think he has to pay me. And I love this. At everybody from TMZ to Van Lathan to Page Six to Shade Room, oh, Halle God, Berry, Oprah, World Star, World to see World Star added next to Vogue magazine is God. insane. 
Dame was like, look. I'm tired. Who all can I put in this caption? Because I'm fed the fuck up. He told him in the video as well that a lawsuit was coming. And just a few short hours later, it was all over. Here it is on the New York Daily News. Mm-hmm. Dame Dash sues Lee Daniels for $5 million breach of contract over Damn. Richard Pryor biopic. So there is a contract. Because I was about to say, maybe the only thing that's saving Lee Daniels' ass is, is that it? it was some nigga shit, you know, shaking hands and, you know, verbal agreements. And so he could easily just be like, oh, you gave me that money. Like, I never agreed to pay you back. It was never a loan. But if there's a contract signed that specifies that he's going to get his money back with such such rate of interest or anything else then absolutely gone and sue but I love that he was like why do I have to do that why do I have to take you to court when you know you have my money I should not have to do that that's like when somebody borrows something from you and they know good and damn well they have it and they just won't never give it back you're like why do I have to chase behind you to get my shit there's a lot of people like that and he said himself, Lee, in the video, I know I'm wrong. I'm mm-hmm. going to get you your money. So it wasn't even like, <laughs> right. it wasn't even like I could say, okay, well, Lee, what's your side of the story? Because <laughs> I have video I in front it. of my face right. of you telling this nigga, A, I'm going to give you your money, and B, I know that I am wrong. Right. And not much else of anything. <laughs> so, like, right. And meanwhile, Lee was Diana. Like he just wanted it to calm down. Just, like, please, let's not do this let's right not do this. now. And Diana is up on the stage talking about her grandbabies <laughs> yeah. and her ankle <laughs> hurting her. <laughs> and shit and I feel like it's about to rain or whatever <laughs> just such a ridiculous thing Lee Daniels know he need to run that nigga his money and quit playing if you have it girl you know what I'm saying like, I don't why? like to owe nobody nothing millions speak facts I don't want nobody saying Crystal did such and such and I ain't never seen my shit again I ain't never get that back no bitch you got first of all that's why I don't ask for nothing from nobody but if I had to I'll be damned if I'm gonna just be out here prospering in your face and never giving you your money I don't care if it's $30 and know you out here looking for it and I have had to press you about my shit before (laughs) I like knowing that I don't owe nobody nothing yes me too Take this money so I know I don't have to give it I to you. I paid off the rest of my student loans. Now the only nigga I owe is the IRS. God damn. And I just feel like I'm probably always gonna. <laughs> so when I saw this video came out, uh, first thing that popped up in my head was Monique making that face from Charm School <laughs> when all them girls was crying. Yes. And hearing um, Countess Vaughn in the background singing the intro to the Parkers. Damn, mama. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I love when there's a Parker's Marathon on. It's so good. I just park my ass right in front of the TV. But you can buy the full set on Amazon. And I bet you have it. I do. Of course you do. I'm mad. I'm sure not. Well, Monique is in a similar situation uh, as Dame Dash because she just gave the blogs, allegedly, it leaked. Audio of a conversation that she and her husband were having on the phone with one Tyler Perry. In these clips now, I will be honest in saying that I did not listen to all of the clips Mm -hmm. because, well, I'll get into why. Okay. But in the clips, Tyler can be heard saying that he felt like uh, what Monique was going through was unfair or the label of her being difficult to work with or whatever was unfair. He also said something like, I'm going to check into, you know, the money that's coming in for Precious right now and you can have it, which Monique says never happened. Um, And yeah, a whole bunch of pretty much like a similar conversation as what Lee Daniels and Dame Dash were having, where he kind of admitted a lot of the stuff 
uh, that Monique was saying. Uh, <laughs> but just, I guess he didn't know or think that they would be recording him. Because apparently he called them watching like a podcast or an interview oh, that they had shit. done. Was they on live? And he called... <laughs> He called them saying that, you know, they looked hurt and he didn't want to feel like he was um, hurting anybody or treating anybody unfairly and things like that. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you now, this is why I come listen to this whole thing. First of all, Monique's husband, I did not understand what the fuck he was talking about. Like they, first of all, they were both like kind of verbally jumping him <laughs> because it was like he of they were. <laughs> could barely get a word in and like one of them would have like this whole rant and whenever I kind of understood where Monique was coming from not no shade right but a lot of the time I did not understand exactly what it was that Sydney was trying to say <laughs> and the way that they were speaking was also really really patronizing now I'm not surprised you know what I'm saying? Given all the things you're saying that have happened to you over the right. years and stuff like that, you being fed the fuck up. But at one point, Monique said to Tyler, she was like, see, I'm talking to the billionaire Tyler Perry right now. I want to talk to Medea. Bring Medea yes. out because Medea would keep it real <laughs> and Medea would do that. Like, if you haven't heard it and you want to laugh. Not. That's funny, though. <laughs> it was like really uncomfortable to hear, to be honest with you. Damn. But, um, Tyler seemed less pressed uh, than... Stop playing with people about their fucking money. Stop. And he even said, like, they were like, okay, well, what is supposed to happen? Or what would you do? Why did you not speak out on this publicly? And all of these other things. And he, Tyler Perry says at one point that he feels like what Monique needs to do, she needs to make a great movie, find a great director, and get that new awesome movie coming out and everybody will be like yeah we love Monique again essentially saying go back to work which is almost like what I said but I said go you know make a comedy special tour do that mm -hmm. put it all into that stuff but it's like what they're saying is they it's harder for them to do that right. because they have because of she the, has this mm -hmm. reputation right so I mean I get is she is she saying that Tyler owes her money? No, I don't think okay. she said anything about Tyler owing her money because again he reached out to them mm -hmm. and was trying to be like, oh y'all, I'm so you know it's hurt that it hurts me that y'all seem hurt or I don't want to be unfair I or mistreat see. anyone. So so he was like trying to like extend an olive branch, I guess, or whatever, gotcha. and be like, I'm you know trying to keep y'all in good spirits and stuff like that and they let half and yeah. at one point toward <laughs> the end he was like you know I I thought this was gonna be a quick conversation <laughs> which made them even angrier <laughs> like they went off on him and a lot of the points that they made were really fair some of the points that he made was really fair too but again it's another thing that's unfortunately on the internet for the whole ass world yes, to experience everybody to comment on and everybody to give their opinion on and stuff like that too but I do disagree with like oh all she needs to do is go and get another movie like it's hard enough for black girls who don't have a bad reputation to just go out and get a sickening movie right so how many roles are written for black women anyway and then black women monique's age and then people also there's like lots of other discrimination skin tone and size and everything right. else so right just being like oh we'll just go do another movie it's just like oh, well i guess when you have your own studio <laughs> that's very easy to say right when you can just walk the dog and then go and shoot right. black panther <laughs> Right. When you would just girl. call niggas to be like, come over for 10 days and we'll make a movie. Then it's, you know, it's very different. But everybody is not living like that, Tyler. Why don't you give me the movie? Why don't you be How the director? You like, you? Oh, you don't want to do me. that, though. Mm, but why? I see. I see. Well, again, 
Love to everyone. Yes. You know, wishing most of the people in these stories the best. You know, I think there is one more story. Okay, here, okay, okay. But maybe I'll save it for the end because it could be a read. Is it the Terry Crews story? Ooh, no. I thought that was going to be your read, honestly. <laughs> I haven't really gotten into like the... The 50 Cent Terry Crews thing? Yeah, but I, I like I I know like essentially kind of how that whole thing played out, but I haven't really did like I didn't watch um his the Senate thing he did. Yeah, I didn't watch that. yet. I did, and it broke my heart. So it I made just me didn't really sad. Even want to bring it up until I watched all of that stuff. But yeah, like Fifty Cent and Russell Simmons, what? And Russell Duh. Simmons, no, he out here foul as fuck. You. Ass fuck you, sir. <laughs> I forgot about that rush card this. shit when you had broke niggas looking for gas money, formula money, daycare money, all that shit for ripping weeks. the love seat in half, trying to find coins. The, wow. the Me Too shit, I ain't heard about. I ain't forgot about that shit Could either. Like not believe And here it. you go cackling over somebody talking about this. Like so, Could I'm just gonna give it. my opinion really quickly. The whole thing <laughs> about Fifty Cent. Being a dickhead and making fun of Terry Crews for actually talking about the assault that he experienced is very on brand for 50 Cent because he's an ignorant motherfucker and True. does not know any better. So not saying I was surprised, but was very disgusted by it. And I just don't understand what all of these uh, I've been seeing this on the Internet over the past few days. There are a lot of straight cis black men who are just like. Terry Crews is a punk. Terry Crews is a bitch. Why would you handle it like that? This some bitch shit. This, this, this. And I'm like, does do none of you understand the circumstances that this man was under and that he literally did the best possible thing for him and his career and his family? Like, I don't understand how y'all don't get that. This is a powerful white man who I guess just grabbed his dick or I don't really know exactly what he did. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it was that out of nowhere. And yes, I'm sure that for most of us, you know, man, woman, non-binary, gender non-conforming, all of us would have been ready to beat somebody's ass behind that. Hello. But he has, he said that, you know, his wife has trained him that if anybody ever did some shit like that to him to never react in a violent way, because if white people see you doing all that bullshit, like actually fighting one of them, they will stick up for one another before they ever give a fuck about your black ass. They don't give a fuck about what's right. You won't work again. And then if you really do whoop his ass, the police will show up and you'll be in jail or they'll just shoot you as soon as they see you because you're a big old black man. And so if you are violent, even if you have every reason to be the aggressor, you're automatically going to be in the wrong. Absolutely a fact. So I don't understand how black men who deal with this every day, moving through American society. You know this is how you are perceived. You know you have to be extra careful because y'all deal with it all the time when you're dealing with the fucking police. I don't understand how you knew that, and yet you still find it in your heart to be mad at Terry Crews for talking about it? Like, I just... (sighs) Anyway, Terry Crews is an angel who should be protected at all costs. Fuck 50 Cent. Fuck Russell Simmons and fuck every single person who has something negative to say about him for doing this. I agree. So, what's the story that you were thinking about, but you maybe don't want to do? Stanfield. That's not my read, so if you want to talk about it, we can. 
I mean, I just, it's not even, I have other things that I can go. What a disappointment. Into. Like, what just, what? what? So. Definitely thought you was family anyway, but <laughs> guess not. I suppose not. I guess kind of thought you were bi, but mm-hmm. it's fine. No, it's fine. He did a video on Instagram. Apparently he does these freestyle I guess they're supposed to be joke videos where he says he plays characters and he posted a video that was called the offensive freestyle in it. He raps things like the following, um, fag. I don't like to brag, but I'm straight rich. That's some gay shit. Says some other stuff about gays in the video. So I guess that this character is supposed to be homophobic. Mm. I'm putting uh, quotation marks around character yeah no there's heavy quotes around character because i don't uh he didn't say in the caption when he originally posted it this is a character that i do and this video is from that character's point of view he said this is not for the easily offended exactly so then first of all how was anybody supposed to know it was a character if that is the case secondly why would you have a character who is this way why do you have a homophobic character that's what i'm saying and this it reminds me kind of of j cole when i you know hopped off of that bridge yes. oh god and many other uh, creatives who do this very same thing say offensive shit and then the excuses oh well i was trying to start a dialogue or i'm trying to you know it's not me i'm playing a character to show Mm -hmm. y'all how Mm -hmm. ignorant they are you remember that white uh, fraternity that got in trouble not too long ago because uh, a video came out of them singing a whole bunch of racist shit and like which fraternity (laughs) as i was saying it i realized the ou one I think so. There'll never be a nigger at SAE? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always the same thing. Like, oh, it was a joke. We were talking about, like, really ignorant people making fun of, like, hillbillies and, and mm-hmm. racist it's, people it's, it's, and Trump. No, you are those people. It's like, okay, here's the thing. It is it is completely possible for you to take different kinds of people, make characters about them to start a dialogue. If you're going to do that, especially um, where you're attacking, you know— mm-hmm. Uh, minorities or oppressed groups or whatever you'd want to call them, you have to acknowledge that you, you're you going to need to do so responsibly. You're going to mm-hmm. have to have some kind of tact, some sort of plan, so that people who are experiencing this, seeing it, witnessing it, understand why it's being done or, like, the direction of this conversation that we're supposed to have. Like, if it's like if you walked into, like, geography and the teacher just wrote Pangea on the, the fucking board and was like figure it out your quiz starts in half an hour like, You're like I don't what the fuck is that I don't know what's I happening what? I'm not ready so, I'm not you haven't prepared me for this I don't know what this is what is so yeah I'm that, that disappointed me I of course he issued some apology of course he walked it back point. them white people was like what are you doing nigga we have films coming out we have a show on FX. Ain't you in a movie with Tessa Thompson? Thompson? Yeah. How? Why would you do this? <laughs> you just had to put that video up. That's what blows my mind. It's not even that great of a, a freestyle or whatever. Like, why would you upload that? The films are hurt. And then turn around and be like, I do different characters sometimes. This is just one of these characters. Okay. 
No, I don't believe that. That is the biggest like, bullshit the I've ever heard. Even if you wanted for this video to lead to some like super profound conversation about homophobia and stuff, stuff like that, like again, initiate that conversation. You could have left a, a a caption on there that instead of it saying this isn't for the easily offended, which to most people I would assume just means like fuck you if you. If mad you don't about like it, it, kiss my ass right? because I'm putting it up there anyway. Why would you not be like so? This is a character. Maybe give the character a name maybe not give the character a name but this character is this way because of this and i wanted to have like why not put that in the caption why why even leave something Mm -hmm. so dangerous and harmful up for interpretation like i just don't because you meant it it. because it was not a fucking character because you meant it it doesn't and if if anybody out there is thinking about developing a gay character for this same purpose i would urge you to reconsider Especially if you are not yourself gay. That would be a good Because idea. you really have, it takes a lot of nerve that you ought not possess to do some shit like that. So, yeah, it was just really disappointing because I definitely thought he was one of the cool ones. I did too. And he's just not. Yep. So, you know, I mean, niggas disappointing us every fucking day. Well, that's just about it for the hot tops. And we're going to take a break and come back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you it's your girl ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. For your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. We're back. It's time for letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Um, we may just read them aloud on the show. Also, please, please reread your emails, proofread your emails, read them out loud before you send them. Yeah. Just like small things like that. Just help so much. Thanks, you guys. A long way. We um, have an update from Lena. Remember, um, Lena is the girl who... Uh, she has a racist white family that she was nervous about bringing them around her daughter. Remember? She was just yes. like, oh, I don't know about this. I do remember that. So she said, I just recently discovered that one of my aunts, who I used to be very close to, refers to some black people, including President Obama, as niggers. And now I can't stop wondering if more of my family use, uses this word and others like it. Oh, bet your ass they do, huh? Yeah. I know it's naive. 
to, of me to have never thought about this before since I know how little they care about black issues, but it never crossed my mind. I'm truly devastated and I've decided to just cut off all contact with my extended family. I refuse to have these people be any part of my daughter's life. Thanks for your help. Stay safe and blessed. I'm sorry it ended like that, but Sounds saw like that coming right from decision. a mile away, right. <laughs> girl. <laughs> she definitely ain't the only one in your motherfucking family that does. If they over here talking about, well, I don't understand why they're kneeling or... Don't all lives matter? Then you can guarantee. fucking tea. I mean. <laughs> Girl, they're saying nigga. <laughs> right. In the privacy of them homes. Gross. All right. So our first question this week hmm, comes from Joey. Sure. Joey says the worst shit has happened. Oh. My boyfriend and I have been going strong for eight months. We see each other almost every day and spend a lot of time together. A couple nights ago, I was putting together outfits for Essence, which I have not even put together. I haven't even started. I haven't even. Right. I have no. I'll clue. start thinking about Essence two days before I leave. Same. <laughs> I was deciding which suitcases and bags I should take on the plane and what fits. One of those bags happened to be one of the bags that I used to take frequently to my old boyfriend's house. Hmm. I did not fully trust my ex and I firmly believe in safe sex. So I always use condoms throughout our brief relationship. I literally had condom pieces all over the place, whether they were wrappers wrapped or unwrapped or all throughout my overnight bags. So Joey's saying, you know, he kept a lot of condoms around back in these days. Two nights later, my my current boyfriend was sitting by my bed and picked up an open condom wrapper that was laying by the bed and said, is this an open condom wrapper? (laughs) I guess it is. I mean, like, don't ask me a question you clearly know the answer to. But anyway, I nonchalantly grabbed the wrapper from him and said, oh, this is old. It may have fallen out of one of my old bags. I shrugged and he got quiet, then left. (laughs) When I got in bed later, I realized what happened and called him immediately. When you got in bed later? (laughs) You had to think about it? He seems cool, but I'm not sure if he's really cool. What should I do? How do I explain the relevance of me packing for a trip more than five days away? How do I explain an unopened condom by my bed that should have been thrown away months ago? Do you think he will still trust me? What should I do? See you in New Orleans. Well, girl, you know. (laughs) This looks really bad. I'm going to tell you. If I was your boyfriend, I would not believe you. Yeah, he definitely ain't cool, sis. Especially because you was just like, oh, this is old. Like, nigga, what? How did you? Why you didn't? (laughs) It's old, but it just. But it's right here. Walked on out in the open. It's just a freshly condor condor just right here. And yet it's old. Yeah, you would have a lot of convincing to do if I was your boyfriend. Right. A lot. And I don't think I, I do not think I would believe you. I would probably break up with you. I mean, I really don't even understand what you could say at this point that would convince me you were telling the truth. Yeah. Because the truth apparently is that this it fell out in the process of you you know i mean that's what he says but this email is constructed you know in a way that i'm not totally sure if joey is telling us the truth joey might just be saying this because he know his boyfriend listens to the show and he's hoping we don't know anything (laughs) uh listen i'm not co-signing this nigga with that yeah i don't know if i believe you right because as soon as i read it i was like I don't know you. Uh-uh. No, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. So you mean to tell me somebody that you stopped fucking with at least eight months ago, you still have an unopened... For, why do you still have... And Sorry, not unopened. Why do you still have an open condom wrapper in yeah. your hoe bag from that, that long ago? Like, what? And it just fell out? And you just was like, 
Oh, it must be old. And you just shrugged it off like and that's all there was done. to And that was the end oh, of it. No. I'm sorry, Joey. You may have lost this relationship. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about that. I really don't know because, you know, if I'm taking your word for it and this thing just fell out, like I said, even if you were to come to me and say that to me, I'm still going to think you lying. So, yeah, like, I am. I don't really know what more you could do to prove that you're telling the truth. So I would just say, like, hey, have a conversation with him, <laughs> explain to him again what happened, how it happened. Apologize, and you're just gonna have to take whatever happens because all you can do in the situation is tell the truth. Hopefully, you are telling the truth. If you are not telling the truth, then start. Yes, uh, you you should be honest about it, regardless. But you can't be surprised if he doesn't believe you because this sounds it just looks sounds terrible. a lot like a lie. Yeah, it really does, and like a bad one too. And you just like, oh well, I'm 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 getting ready for essence. Like essence is a whole two weeks away or whenever it was that you did this. So the fact that you was like that eager, I mean, and it probably doesn't help. Is fun, but w- what are you doing? It probably also does not help that you saw it. And then, like, shrugged it off. And then apparently waited a while yeah. before you said something to him. When I got in bed, I, I realized Later, how I bad it was. Like, it took you that long to realize how bad this looked? He said he realized what happened. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it was like the light bulb just flickered on eventually out of nowhere. And he mm. was like, oh, this nigga thinks I cheated on him. Yeah, honestly. Wouldn't be surprised if he left you. And if he does, I can't say that I blame him. Because I would probably do the exact same thing. Good luck. Next time, empty out your whole bags when you get home. Throw everything away. Sounds like a good idea. I mean, you should probably just do that anyway for sanitary reasons. Right. You're just, just condom wrappers, just chilling. But anyway, good luck to you if you're telling the truth. If you're not, then you ought to be ashamed. <laughs> um, our next question comes from... Oh, he said, give me a ratchet fake name if you read this. Babushka. Babushka says, I was going through my morning routine and hearing Kid Fury rap Trina lyrics... <laughs> was on repeat in my head and it sparked a question. I was wondering how you approached the Trina interview with someone you've been such a fan of for such a long time. How did you keep your shit together during it? And what did you do? How did you feel afterwards? Also, totally unrelated. Unrelated. I know we're all super excited that we finally have a tangible release date for Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. How do you feel about the development of the story so far? Love and light always. You niggas make my week every week. Okay, so I heard Kingdom Hearts 3 and then I forgot the first question. The first question was about the Trina interview. How did you keep your shit together while we were in here talking to Trina? Um, I kept my shit together because I thought to myself how much that meant to me and how big Trina is for me and my childhood and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And I just was like... You're not going to fuck this up. You're not going to fuck this up. You're not going to embarrass yourself. You're not going to embarrass your city. You're going to go in there and be a a professional mm-hmm. and ask good questions and to make sure that Trina is comfortable. So that's why when everybody was like, why weren't you like jumping off of the walls and standing and stuff like that? I was like, because I wasn't going to make this girl like uncomfortable. I act all crazy. She knew anyway, though. Right. She's heard. She had heard me <laughs> standing been knowing, right? way prior to coming on the show. <laughs> so I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do all of that and act weird. I'm going to be a professional. Mm-hmm. And that's how. I'm sure she appreciated I that. But I'm that. still glad that I played that that montage of moments for mm-hmm. her. She needed I'm sure to, you're proud of yourself. She needed to hear it. So Kingdom Hearts 3, how are you feeling? ecstatic do you think it's really gonna come out are they gonna push it back I think January 29th will probably be the day I mean I wouldn't be super shocked if they maybe push it back another like a week or two Mm -hmm. because that sometimes happens when you get closer to a day but I knew from the first time that they were like it's coming out in 2018 I think that was last year maybe the year before 
I was like, no, it's not. It'll come out the year after. But thanks, girl, because now I can gauge what's going on. And I waited for them to push that date back to 2019. And they did that a couple weeks ago. So I believe them. I think that they always knew it was going to be 2019. But they said 2018. So y'all would shut the fuck up. <laughs> so we would shut the fuck so up. So do you know anything about the story? or it, it, I know where, the, like, I don't really know exactly all of what they're going to do. not thrilled with it. I don't know exactly what like what direction the whole thing is going to go in, but I know where everything left off and I'm actually interested in seeing how, you know, cause again, I was like, I, I, I'm sure I told the story of when the first kingdom hearts came out and my parents would not give me money to buy it. Cause we would maybe get video games as like a special gift, birthday, Christmas, straight A, something like that. But just, Oh, video game came out and you want it. <laughs> I walked to blockbuster video to go and like rent it and bring it back home and play it. So A Blockbuster Video, B I walked. So to think about like the first game when it's that came out in two thousand two or four, <laughs> whenever that was, up until now, I'm really interested. This is like a, a huge arc that's being tied up finally. So I'm interested in seeing how they finally finish it up and so we can maybe move on to a new story and things like that. But it's really, you know, it's a very like weird fake deep existential spiritual story about hearts and light and love and friendship and a whole bunch of other shit and many times i don't really know what the fuck they'd be talking about but it's so much fun to play and it's super pretty and so exciting and japanese people are so great at entertainment okay i might i might buy it is this something i can play or is it too hard to figure Honey, out Honey, if you could be breath of the wild and be on the dlc i feel like you can play pretty much anything oh because i did do that you did i did i finished all the extra shit and everything i have as many orbs as you can possibly get i have like 30 hearts i have two and three quarter endurance rings yeah i'm i'm and i completed the master sword so my shit is always on so, honestly, I feel like if okay. you could do that, you could play whatever game right. you wanted to play. I'm going to try it out. All right. So, last question. I'm going to let you choose. One is from a girl who's fucking her cousin's baby daddy. Woo! <laughs> the other one is um, from a young man who's trying to figure out whether he's gay or not. Okay. So, I almost want to pick the second question just because I know people probably want to hear the other one and <laughs> troll people. But you know what, girl? If you are trying to figure it out, you probably are. So let's just okay. save that. Put it on a... Let's let's save that for another week. Maybe next week. Okay. I will keep that starred. This Bring question. on the mess. <laughs> uh, well, she put, and my cousin Faith from Soul Food. So I'm just going to call her Faith. Sounds like it. She said... Hey, y'all, my big cousin Shauna is pregnant. Your big cousin Shauna already sounds like she could fight. So <laughs> you in trouble. Something about girls named Shauna. And her big cousin Shauna. Even the white girls named Shauna can fight. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I don't. Well, <laughs> good luck, sis. What happened? Anyway, here's the deal. I was having sex with her baby daddy. We'll call him Greg. <laughs> Just jumping right off the bat. On and off for about a year. Shauna and Greg were on a relationship break for a few years while we were in school, and Greg and I started having sex because Shauna used to fuck my ex-girlfriend of three years, Dion, and never wait, told me about it. Wait, 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 <laughs> Skirt, skirt. Is that what amigos do? Um, skirt, skirt, skirt. So, wow. <laughs> so, okay, you're, she is fucking her big cousin Shauna's baby father. Mm-hmm, Greg. But Big Shauna fucked her ex-girlfriend? Yes. 
and didn't tell her about it. So Faith is, was feeling away when she found out that her cousin fucked her girlfriend, her ex-girlfriend. And so she started fucking her baby daddy. So this is a revenge thing? Uh, yes. that's that's She started sleeping with the boyfriend. Out of revenge. Yes. But then dick too bomb. Yeah. She and Dion were hanging out a little too much on Snapchat, and I knew them bitches didn't have anything in common. Dion is actually the one who told me about a month of spring break because she felt bad. (laughs) Faith don't really believe that, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So I hit Greg up, and of course, we started our sexual relationship shortly after. I just love that niggas have no problem fucking cousins. Like... I mean, and clearly Dion didn't have no problem with it either. But damn, <laughs> this is a mess. Um, yes. So Ooh. Greg and I had a pregnancy scare after about eight months of fucking. So I cut him off completely. What? Because I was adamant about using condoms and he took it off during. So you shouldn't have been giving him no pussy for Anyway, job. right. He wasn't happy about us ending our sexual relationship, but we didn't speak <laughs> after that night. And to my surprise, about a year later, he and Shauna are back together and now she's pregnant. Oh my God, niggas are so fortunate. Like, they just, they be getting away like bandits. (laughs) Despite all this, Shauna is my family and she's been asking why I haven't visited her and Greg's new apartment since we're back home now that everyone has graduated from college. Should I tell her what's up or just show up to the baby shower high as fuck and continue to mind my business? Well, it sounds like, I mean. I, hopefully you know what kind of high you are. You don't want to go down to the baby shower and then tell everybody. You don't want to be that girl. Yeah. This is it's a layered. lot. It's layered. I, sometimes I wonder, like, am, I know I grew up, like, very much a square. But, like, yeah, me too. am I missing out on... How have I never slept with any of my cousin's partners? How It's, like, pretty common in this inbox, and yet it's never happened to me. I just... I haven't done it. This is, um, so this is a lot. And, <laughs> and, and I would say, you know what? Shauna is your cousin and young people do foolish things. And maybe everybody in this situation was, I mean, clearly everybody was college age. So y'all are probably 17 to 22 and just being dumb. So fine. <laughs> but she's pregnant now, which means Greg is going to be a part of her life, regardless of whether they, well, he should be a part of her life. True. Regardless of whether they stay together. And that is your blood relative. Mm. So I would not show up to the baby shower and reveal this information, but I would tell her at some point, yes, and that you were fucking him for a good long time. I mean, eight months. (laughs) It sounds like she fucked your ex-girlfriend once, but maybe not. Maybe they were were keeping it up for a while, too. Yeah, maybe. I would tell her and just be like, well, listen, bitch, you was fucking Dion, so you can't get mad. That's literally what I'm saying. I would would do that exact same thing, too, because you don't want that to be something that comes out at a later date or she got the baby and, or, you know, they've been together for however many years and then you say, you know, like, it's just... I would do it, especially because you do have that point. Like, well, you fucked my ex. Right. You weren't, I mean, you were wrong, but not really kind of. (laughs) I mean, you you were. Not any more or less wrong wrong. than she was. All four of y'all are wrong. So it's just kind of like, hey, girl, tit for tat. Yeah. I'm growing. And at least they weren't together when you did it. They were on a a break. Uh, Well, (laughs) according to, well, okay. So, right. At least there is that. But I would definitely say this to my cousin before she had the baby. This is not the sort of thing you want somebody to just let slip at Christmas seven years from now. Is it better to do it while she's pregnant? 
Um, I would I would tell her sooner rather than I would tell her before the baby shower. I would. Mm-hmm. I would not want that sitting on my conscience for too long. Right. You don't want to stress out pregnant women, but right. I, but I there's no good time for this. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If like, she's having a high risk pregnancy, then wait till she has the baby. But if she's having, God, ugh, this is there's no good time. I'm sorry, there's yeah, there no is, good time. <laughs> Just tell her, like, girl, I was mad because you was fucking with my ex girlfriend, and you knew you was, and so. I went on ahead and fucked Greg while y'all was on that break. And I actually do have a friend who slept with my ex-girlfriend and didn't ever tell me. My ex-girlfriend had wow. to be the one to tell. And I never fucked her man. Maybe I will. I'll write that down. <laughs> I'm going to fuck her man one day. <laughs> I'm going to give my revenge. I understand the urge, but. She's going to be mad, but at some point she's got to sit down and be like, you know what? Cool. I deserve that. Yeah. She has to accept that she was wrong, too. Yeah. And I feel like y'all should be able to have a conversation about it, hug it out, because y'all are cousins. And then maybe she's going to go back to Greg and be like, really, nigga, my fucking cousin? <laughs> really? And you just ain't never told me this whole time? You had to do that with Dion. I mean, but Dion, it sounds like Dion not even in, in the story now, because Dion didn't get nobody pregnant. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, also a fact. That's just being what it is. But yeah, sit down and talk to your cousin about it. Um, and I truly hope that that goes, you know, very well. Maybe do it in a place where there are no weapons that can be easily yeah. accessed. Because yeah. again, Shauna sounds like a fighter's name. She does sound <laughs> like she fights. I would not want to put myself in that predicament. But hopefully, y'all can be rational and reasonable. And work this out. Um, yeah. Anything else, Skiffy, before we wrap it up? Good luck to everyone involved. God bless y'all. Truly, from it's the bottom. Just too much. All right. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be back. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, it's time for the read. It is. You want to go first? No, you can go. Okay, well, I just have a few little things to talk about. I'm not going to get into the political fuckery of the week because it has honestly been entirely too much. I mean, I am just going to say very quickly that Maxine Waters is one of very few people in the United States government who are be- who is being real about what we're going through with this president right now. Mm-hmm. And all these Democrats talking who are like shunning her for the things that she said are trash. I want to remind everybody that we have a fascist in office. He is not going to rest until the people that he hates, like, you know, black kids, queer kids, trans kids, the rest of us are all dead. And so I will never be surprised that white people. I will never be surprised when white people decide that civility whatever the fuck that means matters more than anything else. But just remember these names and faces of the people who are acting like it's more important that Sarah Sanders ugly ass is, you know, allowed to go sit her ass down at a restaurant, some fucking where and eat. Then, you know, looking at the effects that this 
administration is having on the rest of our real everyday lives. So just right. just pay attention to the Nancy Pelosi's and the other people who claim to be Democrats, claim to be left leaning and look at where they draw the line and how our humanity is somehow up for debate. Just look at that. Pay attention to these motherfuckers because some of the people you thought was cool. Mm. They not fucking cool. <laughs> they not cool. And you might have been like, well, I always thought I could trust that white Democrat. He had been a white Democrat in my district for 30 years. OK, and he's still a bitch. So just remember that shit. However, what I am really going to do this week is pass my read to somebody who did not ask me to do so. Um, This is probably the first time I have ever done something like this, but it just touched my heart in such a deep way that I had to talk about it. So have you seen, did you see Drag Race last week? Ooh, I did. I want to issue, I want to say to the Vixen, now, girl, the episode we saw with you and Eureka, you know, I felt a way. Of, I felt like you could have handled that differently. And I know I said that on the show, but you made some very excellent points on that stage with RuPaul's ass. And so did you watch it? Did yeah, you see? I did. OK, so you saw it. Mm-hmm. So you saw the way Ru reacted. To yeah, Vixen absolutely. That was a whole fucking mess. Like the fact that Rue sat there and was like hollering at, at this girl in Asia mm-hmm. and like. And and when Asia was like, it is Pride Month and we are sitting here filming right now and y'all are acting like one of our own girls, our sisters, is disposable because she's not reacting the way that you would want her to react. And right. RuPaul was like, I come from the same place and I'm this, this. Okay, well, but you are RuPaul. And no matter and what. And the nigga you- was like, what am I supposed to do? Like get up and go after her? And, and I'm just, I was thinking, I sat there thinking like, what would be the harm in that? What, what would be the harm in that? You're a black queen. What would be the harm in right. supporting another black you queen? You don't have no problem when these queens come in here. Some of them not much younger than you, honestly, come in here sure. calling you mother. Oh yes, mother RuPaul, thank you, you this, no that, or whatever. That. Like, no because you're getting your check and it's on VH1 now and the girls are living and DragCon is on each coast and all of this other yep. stuff. What would have been the harm? Because I remember saying on this show, when we talked about Vixen before that like Vixen gives me one of these people who has literally been out here like fighting to defend themselves the whole life physically spiritually emotionally not just for the Vixen but for people who look like the Vixen Mm -hmm. as well and so it's just like this much room for fuckery in front of the Vixen where you're gonna get a reaction that you don't want Mm -hmm. and it's not always you know I don't always agree with the way that she handles things or like some of the things that she said but like I see where a lot of this comes from and I can recognize it as like that bitch really just needs someone to sit down and mm-hmm. just be like girl I get it like what you want to do yes. How and you I feeling? love Asia like, for being the only one to be real enough to say that like maybe you I don't always agree with the way she reacts but you can't you are ignoring what she's saying because you don't like the way she's reacting and Vixen made a great point when she said everybody's telling me how to react but nobody is telling, telling Eureka, Eureka how, how to, to act. act Eureka does not know how to fucking act and Rue was like going in on the Vixen and being like uh, but you're not off the hook either Miss Man after you, this, Vixen this, this. clocks that right so I'm just like uh, this is bullshit this yeah. is bullshit and I already said in Oakland I don't know if RuPaul like black people <laughs> you did say and, that and you got an applause and guess what and I was confirmed when I watched this episode of the reunion I was it just was like very no, disappointing. every part of this is fucked up but I'm going to pass my read to Miss Tyra Sanchez who posted this incredible note on Facebook I'm going to read the entire thing it's a okay. bit lengthy it's fine but it's excellent dear RuPaul I tried to ignore your comments last night, hoping they would just go away. But here we are the next day. And guess what? Your comments are still on my mind. 
<laughs> you said white people have judged me for being black black people have judged me for being gay gay people have judged me for being too femme but not once did you mention what Vixen was referring to or talking about gay people judging you for being black everyone isn't you Rue we can't all just ignore issues and expect them to go away imagine if Martin ignored his dreams your black ass wouldn't be in the position you're in now Imagine if Marsha P. Johnson ignored the police and never started that riot. Our gay asses would never have pride or the equality that we so desperately fight for. So to tell someone to ignore something that will greatly damage their rep is just stupid. I'll tell you what, you told me to ignore something once and I did. How stupid of me. You called me for the first time, the only time, and the last time I spoke directly to you. It was Father's Day 2012, and I remember it this day so clearly because I thought because I thought to myself, this guy really doesn't care at all. He didn't even say Happy Father's Day. I was at a bookstore in San Francisco with my son when you called. We had just left the movie seeing Men in Black 3 and decided to grab some books. My phone rang. It was a blocked number. I never answer private numbers, but for some reason, I didn't ignore, didn't ignore this one, and so I answered. The voice on the phone said, Hey, kiddo. I was shocked that it was you, as I had just reached out to you numerous times in the weeks before about everything that I was having trouble dealing with and trying to ignore the racism in your fan base, which let's get back to that. Hello. My suicide attempt and the fame. You never responded to my emails, but instead had your assistant Joelle call me. She called two weeks prior to your call. Of course, she's Caucasian. And at the age of 24, I didn't feel comfortable talking to a white woman about my black man problems. So I lied to her and told her I was having trouble writing a book which I'm sure she knew was a lie because she called worried, almost panicked, like a mother running to the rescue of her child because of my emails. At least she cared. You and I talked on the phone for what was less than 10 minutes. I was telling you about the awful experience I had the night before with the treatment from JC Events, treatment that I was all too familiar with as it happens over and over again. Shady promoters like PJ from Akron, Ohio, spreading lies and rumors about you to other clubs and promoters, damaging your rep, causing you to lose out on bookings, but still owing you money because they ran out of their event early without paying their entertainers. Shit like that. And all you said to me was, hey, you know, kiddo, you got to ignore it. I mean, what can you do? Is it going to change anything? I told you I had given JC events a little peace in my mind in regards to him selling my copyrighted work to my fans in order for them to meet me. He profited off me, charged them for my posters that he printed without my permission and required them to buy the poster in order to meet me. You laughed and asked, did it change anything? I replied, no. And you laughed even harder, then told me again to ignore it. Don't get me wrong, Rue. I can ignore tons of things. Been doing it for years. Just like I ignored JC events until every fan was out of the room. And just like I ignored the rumors spread by PJ in Akron, who, by the way, still owes me money. Rue, because you said so, I ignored it. And how has ignoring it helped me in any way? Please tell me. To this day, I am still having to defend my reputation with promoters because of these two individuals. They are white. Whatever they speak is truth, and whatever I speak is all wrong. PJ booked me three times during my reign. The third time, he left the event early without paying me and then started spreading rumors about me, telling other promoters I'm unprofessional, causing me to lose out on bookings. His lies and rumors spread like fire, which to this day, I still don't understand how you book an unprofessional queen three times in one year. Every drag racer he booked would tell them he'd tell them these same lies. And of course, these racers, not knowing it's untrue, would tell this to the next club and so on until the whole world believed the lies. Lies created because he didn't have the dough to cough up. But again, like you said, I ignored it. Never spoke of it until now. Allowed the world to believe I was some unprofessional queen. I ignored it. And did everything I could to prove to the bookings. I did get that I was everything that PJ and JC events said I was not. I showed up and showed out, but this did not change the rumors that continued to spread. Am I still supposed to ignore these things when it's interfering with my livelihood? 
I suppose you'd recommend I ignored Morgan McMichaels as well for calling to get my booking canceled and then posting a video with false lies. I suppose I should just let the world believe all of her lies. Last night you said, look at me. I come from the same cloth. Well, Rue, you know better than anybody what we as queens of color have to deal with, but you choose to ignore it. Don't get me wrong. Some things you do have to ignore and keep pushing past, but some things need to be addressed head on like your racist fan base. I used to be your biggest fan, and now I'm ashamed to even be associated with your show. Your fan base is racist, but you ignore it. Your production team is racially biased, but you ignore it. When are you going to stand up and correct the craziness that your show has caused? You constantly preach about everybody say love and can I get an amen and would want the world to believe that we're you all family. You don't yourself. <laughs> you go every time, every episode. Literally. I forgot what, where, where was I? Oh, you would want the world to believe we're all family, but you profit off the backs of queens who you can't give two shits about. Queens who, quite frankly, make your show what it is. No one is watching your show for you anymore. We watch it for the queens. What's so funny to me is that you're the host of a drag competition that you yourself could never win on your own without somebody else putting you together. You use us for your show, and then what do you do? You ignore us. Never check on our well-being. Never check on our state of mind. Only call us when you need us like DragCon. You don't even pay us to be there. We pay you people come there to see the queens people are there because of the queens but do the queens profit off ticket sales where's our percentage for all the promotion we do for your event never did i expect me winning your show would make us best friends but i did expect you to care you've proven time and time again that you don't your silence is so loud you can't take the time to oppose the racism within your fan base or check on your queens every now and then but then every week a new email asking us to post this or post that you do know companies pay influencers like us for advertising we are not your puppets I can't stand by you anymore. I can't root for you as an outstanding host when the host is ignoring all the problems created by the very show he is hosting. It's your show, your name, your drag race. Your show does not represent or speak for the entire LGBT community, but it has a strong impact and you choose to ignore it rather than stand up against it. You can't sweep racism under the rug hoping it will go away. I truly wonder who is pulling your strings. Everyday queens of color that have appeared on your show receive racial slurs, hate, and death threats. We are thought of as less than or not at all. We are expected to be, pay- to be paid less and treated as less than our competitors. Your production team paints us as villains. Your fans have a double standard. The proof is in our numbers. Child, when I tell you she went in, the most talented yes, le- yet least followed queens across all social media. What? Where am I? Yes, yeah. Sorry, I I have like ten screenshots here. So, the most talented yet least followed queens across all social media, and you sit around doing nothing, ignoring it. I guess this is gay America. Get your money, black man. Emmys slash Television Academy, who she tagged in this. Please consider my statements when you make your decisions for outstanding hosts. Hashtag Drag Race FYC. Best regards, Tyra 007, season two winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Drag Race FYC is, of course, Drag Race for, for your, your consideration. consideration, which is the Emmy push that everybody in TV is in full swing with right now. And honestly, I just felt like Tyra said everything I could have said about this and then some, plus the perspective of somebody who has been on the show and not just been on but won it. And when she straight up said, you're the host of a show that you couldn't win without somebody else getting you together, I said, oh, my chest. That just sliced (laughs) my inner thighs. I really do enjoy Drag Race a lot, but as somebody who has watched the show for a while but just now really is like standing and like every episode just like so deep into it the racial stuff has been 
very obvious to me from day one. Like, yeah. from episode I watched one. every season, and it was always, like, there was always, like, I remember, like, very, very early on starting the to feel mm-hmm. like something was just iffy yeah. as far as the black queens were concerned and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, because BB won season one and Tyra won and RuPaul is black. Like, no, what? as things went along, you're like, hmm, I'm just maybe. like, um, this isn't really making any yeah, sense. It's oh, wait, not. Hey, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Even this season, it don't make no sense that we started out with all these black and brown queens and now we are down to one. Like, is it, is it, confirmed that this is the most black queens that have started in RuPaul. I'm just assuming that, but I feel like Maybe. it is. Because I don't remember seeing so many black queens. So many. And you like the, you the, sat there and used that double save on <laughs> Eureka and... Not Dusty Ray Bottoms. Eureka and uh, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, that, wasn't that the... It was Eureka versus yeah, Cameron? Eureka and Cameron. Like, RuPaul is going out of his way to make sure the white queens feel supported even when they're mediocre and lifted up and protected and what she was saying about the the social media stuff is so real the only black queen who has more than a million followers is RuPaul the rest of these girls are out here making big big checks and the black girls have to take whatever scraps they can whatever's left over I'll get together and do their own show I know Vixen had a show called Black Girl Magic mm-hmm. in Chicago this week I like, really considered like getting a ticket overnight and just if going I and coming right back if I didn't already have didn't shit have to time. do right. I would have gone because the lineup I was just like wait a minute this is really? all the girls I want to see I want to see every one of right. these people. so I'm just really glad that somebody who has personal experience with the show and personal experience with RuPaul said all the things that I was thinking and I will really have to consider whether I support this show in the future like I will really have to think about I'm it I'm interested because... in seeing what, where this goes because I feel the same way and, and what I, I really want to see is a white queen speak up and be like hey my fans are really racist and like even just telling them, if y'all could simmer the fuck down and stop saying crazy shit to competitors on this show, like, but they don't do that. People let their fans say whatever. They let whatever racist shit rock. Nobody is really trying to curb any of that. You just let it all go. And then for Rue to be sitting here coddling these girls on stage in front of the rest of us and then hollering at Vixen and Asia like that to the point where Asia was in tears like, why do I really have to defend this this person's personhood? Why do I have to right. sit here in a room full of gayness and dresses and wigs and sit here and talk to y'all about why we should not let one of our sisters feel this way. I remember that it really wasn't even that long ago that RuPaul got into some trouble for saying something about uh, trans women in drag. Oh, yeah, saying I can't trans women exactly wouldn't be welcome it. on drag race. And, and Laverne Cox posted about it on Instagram and was like, love you, Ru, but you're wrong on this one. Trans but, women are a huge part of the culture. Like a huge, huge. part of the fucking culture. Like, and on top of that, you've had cisgender women on the fucking show that you had them put in drag one time one season oh, as a wow. challenge so why can they do drag why can they be a part of the, the culture but transgender women cannot right like, it that's- doesn't Especially because you just have to assume, and I know that RuPaul knows this as long as RuPaul been around right that there are lots of you're not Aquaria <laughs> Okay, now Aquaria was born probably when this show started. So Aquaria, they said when that first season, that nigga was twelve or eleven. <laughs> right, you don't have the the benefit of youth behind you as far as this whole conversation is concerned. Like you know better than how I dare say anybody that there are lots of trans girls involved in drag across the country, like lots and lots, and that drag girls. 
or drag girls, that drag queens and trans women are very often in community with one another. Like, that's something that anybody in the LGBT, like, I have only ever fucked with other women, and even I know that. So I just don't understand how you acting like trans women are just... Like, they're exactly like cis women, and there is no difference, and we don't allow women on the show. So it's just like, okay, you can you can act like that's the case, but we all know that that's it's not. not it. So why be that way about it? That's what I understand about RuPaul. Like, you are established. You It's RuPaul's drag race, girl. It got moved from Logo to VH1. You pop in DragCon every year. People do everything they can to go. Like, you're making lots and lots of money. You have solidified your spot. So what is so bad about having empathy for a young black girl who is frustrated by the fact that she was provoked by somebody else and no she didn't have to take the bait but she did and then acting like she is just so wrong and cannot be saved and helpless and at a certain point you just stop dealing with people like not saying Rue didn't have some some decent points but not not in the context of this conversation like I just don't understand how you could sit there and act like Asia or a vixen was just so wrong and so crazy. And I just can't be bothered with that. I just don't see how you can do that, knowing that you had to face so many challenges and hardships and when you like, were that girl in the 90s. Well, the vixen instigated this fight between Aquaria and and Cracker at one point. It was like, well, why did you do that? Did you need to say something? You could have just not said anything. And it's like, are you really telling me like the vixen has to be put on blast for like, calling somebody out or saying something that are even starting drama. People do that on this show all of the time. It's a reality show. If nobody started drama, y'all would be mad, first of all. And secondly, how are you more mad at Vixen for, like, saying it when Aquaria is the one, like, Vixen brought it up, but she's not the one who said that shit about, uh... Who was it? A cracker. Cr- yeah, she's not even the one who said that shit about Cracker. So like, she was like, "No, if you're gonna say it, say, say it, it, then say happened. it." Right. What and Aquarius was, was trying to be a bitch about it. like, oh, "I wouldn't say that to your face." Well, then I don't know why you said it on camera. I don't know why you did that. What you mean you wouldn't say it to her face, bitch? Right. You know this. This is taped, right? We often to be on TV. So yeah, you can feel like Vixen is a little young, a little immature. Should handle things better. You can feel that way. Sure. But to just be like, "Uh, she's trash. Can't nobody be bothered." Da da da. I just don't understand yeah. how you can act like that, RuPaul. It's just really fucking. Like gross. I said, I. I saw a lot of things that Vixen did that I was just like, girl, this could have been less of a thing if this had happened or if you had done this. But she was not like somebody that was just walking around pestering everyone and just intentionally trying to get under people's skin and stuff like that. Like the Vixen to me didn't do anything on this show that a lot of other drag queens have done on this show in <sighs> earlier seasons and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I get not being like a fan. But A, the Vixen is dealing with like real racists from your real, real racism from your real racist yes. fans that have yes. been racist two black queens for seasons and mm-hmm. I have not heard RuPaul say anything about it and past that like when you're talking about this girl's like how can I someone who's never met Vixen before who's just watching whatever you edit and, and throw up on VH1 see like the pain and hurt behind a lot right. of this stuff and the frustration behind a lot of this stuff right? and then and you who has to know her better than I do are sitting there and just like, well, I come from the same place that she does and I don't have to, you don't always have to do this. Da, 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 da. You may be right, but like, again, 
like Asia said, what would have been the harm in being like, right. now, girl, what's going on? What, what would feeling? have been so Come bad sit down that? Would have been so hard. And I would love to know why you had all these words for Vixen, Vixen in Asia and never once pressed Eureka or even brought up that video of her saying nigga. And apparently that's not even the only one. And I know you've seen it, so don't try to front like you didn't. And don't act like y'all taped this so long ago that you couldn't have brought it up. Because Asia said y'all was taping during Pride Month, and that's right now. So... <laughs> <laughs> don't give me none of that bullshit. Why you didn't address that with Eureka? Why that video is all over the place? How come that didn't come up at all during this reunion? How come Eureka was never held to task for that? How come nobody ever? That's said the one reason about- I will never Child. ever see or support Eureka. I can't do it. And at I first can't. I was like, okay, big girl, I'm Loved liking her. the looks. Da, 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 Made a comeback after getting hurt in the previous season. Mm-hmm. I was ready nope. for to bitch to, for the bitch to come back and slay and from to roof her and stuff like that. As great as a uh, drag queen as that motherfucker is, and all you've been through and you came and got to the final four, you'll never get a dollar nickel nope, cent. No, not me, out of me. Simply because of that. You and sure you're won't. right. That shit. Why was that not something like? How how was that not brought up? How? Because RuPaul don't like black people. I'm just telling you. So all this Nina would have been on Love and Hip Hop and been like, so Youngberg, we've yeah. got a video. It's been going yes. on. No, I will say that Nina for Mona. Mona will exploit any of y'all for some ratings. Right. Any of y'all. She's not playing favorites. And she would have told Nina, so we're running the clip. Here, here are your note cards. Yeah. when we're talking about it we're going there period People want RuPaul to know. had to have made the decision to not bring this up on camera for Eureka and why why are you bending over backwards sure, to protect I'm the sure racist white RuPaul queen RuPaul is not the only one in production I don't want to hear time, it if RuPaul, I'm saying like I'm sure that Ru, RuPaul may not have been the one who's like we're never going to talk about this but RuPaul also has to have the power to be like girl what we're talking to. about it's it. RuPaul's drag race you know what I'm saying so like I, I'm not saying that RuPaul is the one who was just like no let's not take let's just make sure that we protect Eureka but I wouldn't be surprised much like Lee Daniel saying that Monique didn't want to play the game or whatever or whatever mm. like I doubt that that Lee Daniels alone was just like oh I don't like Monique because she said this and that to me and I'm okay. sure there were maybe some white people who were like oh so that bitch doesn't want to go do press oh so she thinks she's lit because the movie was good alright whatever she's done and Lee Daniels was like okay I guess she done right. <laughs> like so I mean I wouldn't be surprised if it's either one of those things but you make an excellent point it could point. be both I just don't understand how you had all this static for the black girls and you coddle the white ones how why is that i'm confused i am too so anyway i'm done all right well for me all i really want to say before we get out of here is first of all obviously fuck allison Edel, etel whatever her name is oh that bitch <laughs> this anglerfish looking asshole decided that she wanted <laughs> in san francisco somewhere mm-hmm. to call the police on an eight-year-old girl, an eight-year-old black girl who was selling water outside of her own motherfucking residence. If she had been a little Caucasian Maddie mm-hmm. or Holly, Melissa. Amber. Then she was, and she was out there selling, you know, lemonade or water mm-hmm. or reselling bottles of Powerade that her mama bought. Right. It would have been no issue. Oh my goodness, look at you. I sure will take a bottle of Powerade. It's so hot today. I wish my Timmy had the work ethic that you do. <laughs> but you saw this little black girl out here and you're dead ass calling the police talking about she doesn't have a permit. The police. The police. Like at what point is it then that the police force in America is going to start going off on white people for wasting their motherfucking time? Uh, never, because they're not wasting their time. They're doing exactly what they want white people to do like what the like 
What? I just feel like anybody with like half of a brain and uh, a cop's uniform showing up to a situation like that where this grown ass white bitch <laughs> is talking about this child here doesn't have a permit and they, you know, they're selling water on a very warm day outside. I would be looking at this woman like, are like, you- have you fucking <laughs> lost it? Are you really bonkers? You should be disgusted with yourself and the nerve to be trying to be the CEO of somebody's fucking cannabis company. That's the amount of niggas that are me. still underneath the bars Say it. for weed sales out in this motherfucker. And now y'all have swooped in now that some more of your white friends and ancestors mm-hmm. and cousins and uncles have been like, yeah, weed's cool. I get high all of the time with the, my mistresses. <laughs> like now y'all want to come for that industry too. But then you want to come, not even like on another grown person's selling weed to somebody not even on your competition no. which would have still been wrong and stank because you already know what calling the cops on black people means it means we either get our ass whipped we go to jail or we're gonna get killed right with where the motherfucking where we stand mm-hmm. you know that that's why y'all live for calling the cops on us because you know that automatically means you're going down they don't have to ask me nothing all I gotta on do is child. shed half a tear but you're calling the cops on a child Eight years old for selling water. And then tried to hide. Oh, don't hide, bitch. What is it with the Bay Area? <laughs> I'm so proud of that woman who was recording for Not Kick and Allison dead center in the middle of her motherfucking throat. Because it would have taken every fiber of my existence not to throat chop her motherfucking ass. Girl. So congratulations for fucking up your own business. Super glad to hear that you've resigned because the white people around you yes. who are probably also racist don't want for your caught racism to affect the re- <laughs> their coins. Right. So now you got to go figure out what the fuck else you're doing. Maybe sell some dime bags on the corner like niggas have had to do. You won't get arrested for it, but you ain't got no motherfucking permit. So let me see you out there so I can call the one time on your dumb ass. The best like, part is how that dare you? The best part is that her company makes weed dog treats. It's right. not even weed. Is that my phone? It is your phone. It's Where not is mine. It? I made sure it was on t- Is your f- computer on silent? Yes, it is. Oh, well, then I don't know. But yeah, it's weed dog treats. Like, it's not even weed for people to use. It's like weed dog biscuits or whatever the fuck else. Like, girl, are you really this? This is how you really feel? You are calling the police on a black girl selling water in her own neighborhood when you sell marijuana dog biscuits. Really? That's what's happening here? Like, did you eat a few and then (laughs) go temporarily insane? Talking about don't pay me as a bad guy. I don't. That's literally what you are. sis, there's no other way to paint you. You... You called the police on a little girl. For selling water. Imagine calling NYPD because some child on the train was selling fruit snacks and pop. Imagine. And you know that's probably happened so many times. <laughs> now, NYPD is garbage, but I have to imagine they would just cackle and hang up. Like, bitch, we have real problems. Like, what the fuck is wrong oh with God. you, lady? See, I'll be the first y'all. one to talk about Negroes being lazy or wanting handouts or not teaching, you know, their kids the the power of a dollar and all of that stuff. And here is this little girl out here doing what actually many kids of it's all races and cultures and backgrounds have done at one point. I know at one point I was out in front of my mama and daddy house trying to sell some of my old toys with a little piece of cardboard on it that said <laughs> toys, 25 cents or whatever, just in 
didn't I didn't even have a table or nothing set up. I just had my toys out on the mm-hmm. sidewalk, sitting in the grass, and made nothing. Yeah. But no. I had a business. Me that day. either, because we had three houses on our street, so we didn't get any foot right. traffic. So <laughs> so I sold and I was selling household products like wood glue and tax. Right. Because that was all I could find. <laughs> just whatever was in there. But I'm just saying, who calls the police on kids? It's already been made super clear that this country doesn't give a fuck about young people. And uh, you care like, more about dogs' health than the health of a child. Not surprising. You don't give one fuck about the mental well-being of a little black girl, but you make dog treats with weed in them. Just know that I'm super glad to see that you are failing as a human being because you are a failure. I hope you lose all your things. I am steady rooting for your downfall. I, like, I want a loud thud. On the rockiest of bottoms. All the bad things to happen to you. Also, I would like to remind New York City cab drivers that I'm not fucking with y'all in this racism either. Dustin and I left a party Saturday night. It was the middle of the night. We're in Midtown or Chelsea, I believe. Uh-oh. So, you know, I said to him, and we looked right at each other, like, it's going to be a while no before we yep. get a cab <laughs> You're not getting one. When I tell you it had to be no less, we were out there for like 20 minutes. Of course you were. There was like no less than like 15, 20 cabs with the light on, with nobody in the car, driving right past us. And I was just a guy, like, that to me is so, there, there are so many like little things like that that exist in a black person's everyday life that remind you that you're a nigga. So it's just like, Again, well, we're frustrated uh, about things like this fucking grimace looking white bitch who called a child, <laughs> called the cops on a baby. baby. It's like, think about the things that black people like every single time that I want to catch a cab in a white people's neighborhood, especially when the sun has gone down. I'm going to be reminded that mm-hmm. I'm black as fuck and people don't give a fuck about me or respect me. That was fine until... Dustin got a cab, right? Like across okay. the street. We hop in the cab together. And the, the nigga didn't even go half of the block before he pulls over and he's like, oh, I can't take you guys. Uh, I'm the, I just finished my last ride. I have to go home. So we're in the car and now you can't. Okay. So I said, all right. Why? why what? Excuse on? me. Why would and he was like, you know, I, I have to go home. I'm going home. I can't take you. Sorry. I said, why would you let us into the car if you we're done working for tonight why would you let us inside of the vehicle to begin with oh i just he didn't have an answer for that no so i asked him again louder um and he still didn't have an answer which just boiled my blood and i said i'm sick and tired of y'all pieces of shit treating black people like we're you know monsters or we're gonna rob y'all or whatever i got money just like the rest of these white motherfuckers walking around here i have money to take my motherfucking ass home Mm -hmm. and it is actually your responsibility in this yeah i feel like you have to do it like you're it's you you have have to. to once i'm in the cab you have to take me so so then i started to bang on things and dustin made me get out of the car Oh, no, I know you was ready to fight. So um, we got out of the car and then he didn't immediately drive away. And I saw this white girl approach the car, right? No. His window is down and she's saying she's speaking to him. We had crossed the street, but I just happened to look back and see this. So I crossed the street and went right back and I stood right behind her. And I was like, I dare you to let her get in this car. Oh, my God. I said, I dare you to let this chick in the car and the girl turns around and she's like what are you talking to me or whatever and I just said I dare you to let this bitch in this car and the girl was just like 
I just want to go home. I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want any trouble. And she walked away, and I was like, "Right, thank you. If I can't go home in your car, nigga, nobody in the motherfuckers going home in your car. Not on this block anyway. You better drive until I'm out of sight." And he hit it. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Right in my face. Your light was on, and you pulled over and let us in, and now you can't drive no more. Just like you didn't want to go to Harlem. It's illegal for you to say that, but you did not want to go to Harlem. (laughs) That's all that is. However, we have our American dollars spent just like everybody else's, and now y'all see. And then at the same time, in the same breath, y'all be crying about Uber and Lyft and Juno and get taking all your fucking business. Hello, at least they show up. At right. least they tell they go wherever the fuck you put exactly. the address in. Y'all, yo, how are you really still arguing with us about this? You should be I'm, taking all the paying customers you can fucking get. I yes. So I'm fuck sorry that, that nigga and all of that bullshit. I'm so tired of y'all playing that motherfucking game. It's ridiculous, and especially since most of y'all also have brown skin. But whatever. <laughs> and then I had to take that like that energy. Just I was ready to fight. I almost got into a fight in the club oh, after no. my party. See that ruined your almost night. Almost when you know got it popping with the security guard. But that was like ninety five percent my fault. Maybe ninety seven. But see, it's just that you was mad anyway, so you was ready to I was fight. already on it. Right. And listen, like, I don't like it when people with, you know, badges or any, you know, little sliver of authority feel like they can speak to you however kind of way. Yes, there are certain things that you got to do as your job as a security guard or a bouncer or whatever, TSA, cops, mm-hmm. mall cops, whatever. <laughs> like, it's just certain things that you got to do, and it's sometimes that people ain't going to like it. But that doesn't mean that just because this is your job to enforce certain rules that you can just talk to people however motherfucker you want to talk about. That's also true. Because just like you can tell me that I got to do this and that and the third, I can also tell you to go suck your mother. So... Mm-mm. It's like that's Jamaican that. for fight me, bitch. Um, last but not least, I just wanted to say to... Uh, one Madonna who decided to post a photo on her Instagram of the Carters... Um, and replaced a bunch of artwork in the Louvre with, uh, I guess these are her album covers and things like that. And the caption says, learning from the master, LOL, art equals freedom. She then changed uh, the caption to just learning, took out the master part, bitch. Master? Freedom? White women. All I'm going to say to Madonna is, girl, never was about you. Can't think of the last time that you did anything remotely exciting, album, tour, or otherwise, Mm -hmm. fragrance. (laughs) Um, Furthermore, you should be talking to whoever you need to talk to to figure out how to fix this breakstone cottage cheese face, (laughs) this dollop of daisy that you call Madonna. This is just what happens when white people turn 70. Like, Madonna looks like when you use too much whiteout. And then it, like, gets lumpy and the bubbles Yeah, because it hard. doesn't dry flat right. on the flat. paper no right. more. It's, like, textured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so, I've wasted lots of bottles of whiteout. Funny, you know, one of your stands, how I'm surprised that, you know, people in their 50s and 60s are so great at Photoshop. Um <laughs> This is true. Most of the ones I know, anyway. Right. I'm just saying, no ageism. But, uh, (laughs) you know, Madonna, you can go fuck yourself. You'll never. And that's that. I'm done. Bitch, you know what? I saw that picture and I just had to roll my eyes and close my fucking app. Like, girl, I will not do this with Madonna's decrepit ass today. Leave Beyonce out of it. Whatever you're doing, leave her out of it. And don't ever bring her back. Period. That's it. All right. So that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. And our website is This Is The Read. 
Dot.com. Uh, let's see. I know we have news this week. Yes, we do. We have news that says that this coming. Nope. Next. Yep. <laughs> next coming. Next coming weekend. <laughs> Essence Fest. So we're going to have a booth at Essence Fest's marketplace in the convention center from Friday, July 6th to the 8th. We are booth number 138 in the celeb zone. What? I don't. Uh, that's Essence's thing. They have a celeb zone. Cele- like it's not that. right. I, I, I told Alex, I don't like celeb zone either, but it doesn't. It's just like where I don't know. People who are recognizable have their booths. I don't know. I don't really know what it is, I but don't I don't like I, right. I don't like being called a celeb. So anyway. Well, it's open to the public. You don't need a, an Essence Fest ticket to attend the booth. And Asante is going to be hosting it for us on Friday. It opens at 9.30 a.m. and goes until 6 p.m. all weekend. So if you want some merch, including a new exclusive uh, New Orleans-themed piece of merch, we're going to have all of that and some more fun things down at the booth. And, of course, we've got shows and stuff. And I can't wait to drink and have beignets and have niggas to look at and yeah we're gonna have a good ass time and thank you all so much because the breakup with him collection sold out i did not didn't honestly did not see that coming because i just feel like there was so many t-shirts but yeah i didn't think it was gonna happen especially so fast so right. thank you so yeah thank you everybody um for all of the support thank Keep- you so much to everybody who came out to 305 live great energy as usual don't know how you do it thank you so much especially since a lot of you were here for pride and yes. my party was Sunday so you probably went to loads of parties and did lots of drinking and maybe some drugs before you got there definitely did so and kept it going after they left I'm sure oh absolutely my mental health wasn't allowing me to leave the house on Sunday that is fair it just wasn't (laughs) it is fair been there um but yeah, it was a great time. Thank you. I appreciate everybody for coming out. Thanks so much to DJ Dumples. I love you. Thank you so much to Queen of Spades. Love you. And we will be announcing another 305 Live party date city soon. So okay. look out for that. Cool. I don't think there's anything else. That's it, right? It feels like that is it for me. Okay. And you. Well, and if us. we got it wrong, check our Twitter or Facebook cause, or Instagram and we will be posting something there. So make sure you follow to stay up to date on everything and we will see y'all next week. Bye. 